You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Bias is based on using vague and ambiguous information to analyze listed shares, introduce a risk when investing in share markets. We, we've known for some time that uh, human biases uh, are an investor's worst enemy. Global and local asset management using New York's New Age Alphas avoid the human factor strategy to manage four-unit trusts that avoid shares with high human behavior risk is seeing some fantastic results. To talk about how to avoid the losers by using the human factor, I'm joined now by Mauro Fallen, MD of Global and Local Asset Management, or GLAM for short. Mauro, welcome. What is the human factor risk present when investing in listed markets? Good evening, Michael. Good evening, listeners. Okay, so the human factor risk that's present when investing in stock markets is principally when share investors believe that a listed company's prospects look very positive, they buy the share. Now, we all think that's logical, but the problem is that pretty much all professional investors use the same information at pretty much the same time and come to the pretty much the same conclusion. So what happens is that all buy the same share at pretty much the same time, that share price then gets pushed above the ability of the company to deliver results in proportion to that share price. And I think, so if we uh, consider share market analysts, they analyze and then forecast that company's performance into the future. And that's where that vague and ambiguous information comes in. It certainly yeah. reminds me of what we've seen happen to the likes of uh, Tesla, where everyone was uh, crowding into uh, a trade that seems well, let's say, stretched by most valuation metrics. How do you avoid this human uh, factor risk? You avoid the human factor risk by applying actuarial techniques to fund management. So instead of looking at shares as a portfolio manager, you would analyze a share as an actuary. So if you consider an actuary who's pricing the premium on a life insurance policy, he hangs you an application form, and on that application form, there is a bunch of questions that ask you how much cover do you need, what's your medical condition like, what's your family's medical condition like, what occupation do you do and what do you do in your occupation. That is all using factual information. That actually would then use that information to determine a probability of you claiming on that policy. So if you consider that concept and you apply it to fund management, what do we know about a share? We know principally two things, the company's profitability and its share price. And from that, you can determine the probability of a company not being able to justify its share price based on its business performance. If you look at it, um, we often have other metrics. Uh, We've got return on investment, return on capital, employed, return on equity. Uh, How does this differ in terms of those uh, other metrics that are used by fund managers to analyze uh, company valuation and share performance into the future? So most of those other metrics, what they do is they, they involve some sort some some form of forecasting, some form of prediction prediction as to what that company is going to do. So if you look at your typical analyst, your typical analyst will analyze a company. He'll interview the management. He'll look at who the company's clients are, and from there he'll be able to determine what business the company's getting in in the future. And the problem with that is it's forecasting. We don't ever know exactly what the future is going to hold. Whereas if you're using and avoiding the human bias or avoiding the human factors, we call it, you're using actual information. And what you're doing is you're just saying, well, the probability, and it's not the probability of what is the share price going to do, 
It's the probability of the company's performance in proportion to its share price. So if you ah. consider that the company's profitability is whatever it is, $100 million, okay, at a share price of $1,000 a share, if that share price goes up, the profitability must go up with it. And in doing that, um, what New Age Alpha New York have done is produce this human factor score. How exactly does the human factor score rank companies? Okay, so the human factor score basically looks at a reverse discounted cash flow to produce a distribution of probabilities. So if you look at, um, for example, I'm going to use an example very quickly here, um, one that I've used in the past, and it's, it's a company that you mentioned sort of two minutes ago, and that was Tesla. If you had to analyze Tesla using the human factor score, you would find that Tesla on the 15th of July 2019 was trading at a share price of $253. And that implied that it needed to sell 95,000 cars in that quarter to produce a, a, a revenue of $6 billion. And in fact, what it did is that it sold 100,000 cars in that quarter. So you can see straight away that at its share price, it was implying that Tesla had to sell 95,000 cars, but it sold 100,000. So the human factor score of Tesla is around about sitting at, at, at around about 25. So it's got a 25% chance of not being able to justify its share price. So what you do is if you had to look at, for example, the, the S&P 500, and you look at the whole S&P 500, all 500 stocks, you would take out the shares with, for example, the 70% of the shares with the highest human factor score. If you do that, you're going to improve performance by over 3% per year. Because uh, the lower the human factor score, the better the probability that that company is able to justify uh, its share price. And therefore, the less risky uh, an investment in that company is. Now, where can we read about avoiding the losers? Go onto our website. It's www.glamasset.co.za. You can read about it on there. And if you scroll down on our website, you'll find a link to New Age Alpha. Through that link, you'll be able to use New Age Alpha's H-Factor tool for free. And you can look at, they track about 6,000 shares worldwide, and it gets updated every day. So um, you can see that, uh, you know, any share, 6,000 of them around the world, you can you can see what the probability of not being able to buy their share. Mora, tell us a little bit more about the four funds that you've launched in South Africa. Okay, so we've launched four funds in South Africa uh, using a, a very tight investment philosophy where we effectively use the um, avoid the human factor tool. We also brought in salient quants from Cape Town and the shares attract act, uh, quantitatively through salient quants to give us a basically what's almost a passive fund but managed actively. So we've launched four funds. We've got a global and local equity fund, which is an SA equity fund. There's no offshore exposure in this in this fund. And this uses a multi-factor strategy together with avoid the human factor or avoid the losers, as we like to call it, as a central theme to manage these fund. We've then got a global and local low volatility equity fund. And this is an interesting fund because when we were doing our back testing, we found that if we took the avoid the human factor strategy, and we mixed it with a minimum a minimum volatility strategy, we find that you've got a fund which delivered performance, 
while having lower correlation to the general index. And it doesn't lose as much as the general index in bear markets. Then we've got a, a global and local offshore fund. This is a RAND-based offshore fund, which uses the avoid the human factor strategy. Um, and this uh, gives one exposure to US large cap, US, US small caps, UK, European and Japanese markets. And then lastly, we've got the global and local fund of funds, which is a regulation 28 compliant balanced fund of funds, which encompasses all three of our funds. And we mix that with other fund managers funds to, to give us a multi-strategy, multi-fund manager, multi-asset solution for those clients that need something like that. And how do investors access these funds? So investors access these funds through Alan Gray, um, Sunlam Glacier, and Momentum Wealth platforms. Uh, we're going to add to the, to the platforms that we're available on soon, or they can access these funds directly through us um, by emailing info at glamasset.co.za. Moro Fallen, MD of Global and Local Asset Management, Glam Asset Management, using New York's New Age Alpha's Avoid the Human Factor strategy uh, to bring you four unit trusts that avoid shares with high human behavior risk.